0: You may remember that in the talks that I'm giving, which I'll give another one tonight, doing a series on the Satipatthana Sutta, the Four Foundations of Mindfulness, because this is the teaching from the Buddha that directly describes the meditation practice that we do, and is a, uh, an amazing map for our practice. And it begins with the first foundation of mindfulness, which is mindfulness of the body just such a sensible and hopefully accessible place to start to develop our mindfulness. We've talked in the last days about other fields for mindfulness, thoughts, emotions, states of mind, other more subtle objects. They can be sometimes challenging to work with, very easy to get lost or confused about. But hopefully we can recognize the body. Where, whenever we find we're lost or unsure, there is a body. The Buddha starts with this very basic instruction, mindfulness enough to know there is a body. So it's just a really helpful place to steady the mindfulness, to connect uh, our attention to, because the body reflects everything that's going on for us physically and mentally. And one of the simplest instructions the Buddha gives about mindfulness of the body is that we should be mindful in the four postures of sitting, walking, standing, and lying down. So we talk a lot about mindfulness in the sitting posture, talk a lot about mindfulness walking, daily activities, movement, but we don't tend to talk so much about the other two postures of the standing and the lying down. I'll talk more about the lying down uh, at the end of the session, but this morning I wanted to focus our practice on the standing posture. So that means this morning we'll do a guided meditation on standing. And I invite you to notice what movement of mind you might have as I say that because I notice that many people, as they come into the meditation hall, have their routine, their habits of settling in, and a lot of that involves nestling into your little comfortable zone of sitting, and anything that disrupts that is a disturbance. (laughs) But the Buddha says, can we be mindful whatever we're doing, whatever's happening? So it's a great practice to notice how we respond or relate, what the attitude of the mind is to this possibility of standing meditation. We've talked about doing it as a balance, as an antidote to sleepiness or restlessness to ease the body, but it's a a valuable practice in and of itself because we do a lot of standing, standing in line, waiting for something, um, and to really explore it as a way to practice that's very useful, can be very grounding. So I like to do it as a group uh, practice so that we have the sense that this is something that's invited. People often feel it's either a disturbance or it's kind of a failure or it's a, you know, only when nothing else is working do you stand up. But no, it's, it's actually a completely valid and even really skillful form of practice. So in a moment, I'll invite you into the standing posture. And again, it's, it's just an invitation, a suggestion, like all of the instructions that we give. If it doesn't work for you, wherever you are in your practice, or physically or emotionally, it's fine to stay sitting for this period, and certainly to sit down at any point during the guided meditation. But it can be really helpful to explore this, because often we don't, we don't give ourselves permission or think that it's appropriate to do the standing meditation. The interesting thing about the standing is just like the walking, as soon as we start moving, we can develop mindfulness of the body. So can we come into the standing posture and be mindful of all of the movements, both the intention to move and then all of the movements that go into coming into the standing posture, including what's happening in the mind. The attitude, the relationship of liking, not liking, confused, frustrated, resentful, happy, whatever it is. So please, if, if it supports your practice, invite you into the standing posture. So in the standing, you can decide again whether you stand on your cushion or on the floor, you want to find what's stable for you, and you can experiment, again, little movement to try one or the other can, is fine. And it's a very simple standing posture. So if you've done any yoga practices, you'll know the mountain pose, somewhat similar, but just standing comfortably. Feet generally hip-width apart, basically facing forward. You can decide what feels restful for you, for your hands, either just relaxed by your side. You can clasp them in front or behind. Again, how the body is arranged isn't so much important as that it's comfortable and relaxed relatively upright. So just noticing that you're standing feeling the different energy now that we're in this posture. And how can you respond to the body to invite it into being somewhat comfortable? If you're a little unsure of your balance, it's fine to keep your eyes open, just gently downcast. If you're near a chair and it would help, it's fine to to hold the chair for balance or hold a wall, again, There's no right or wrong here. There's just mindfulness of the body as it stands. Seeing if your knees can be not locked, but have some looseness to them. Again, this uprightness of the spine. The shoulders are dropped, widened relaxation in the chest and belly Just letting go of any unnecessary clenching or tightness down through the torso and the pelvic region even in the legs can the legs support you without being tense And then in the standing posture, you really have a choice. You can continue exactly the same practice that you might do sitting down. Aware of the body, in this case standing, a general outline, sense of the body. Aware of sounds, we're still hearing. Aware of the breath moving. And then a, a, including... Thoughts, moods, states of mind, other aspects of your experience, exactly as you would in the sitting posture. But you might notice that the energy flows a little differently, that the breath feels a little different. So this can be a place to just explore your experience. Or you can do it more as we sometimes... uh, Talk about in the walking meditation where it's a very body based practice. So, feeling the pressure of the feet on the floor, feeling the energy and the sensations in the legs as you stand. Perhaps you can feel a little the bones that are holding you up, the muscles that are supporting you. So you can let the practice flow between this grounding in the physical sensations, the elemental nature of the body standing, but also including breath, sounds, thoughts, moods, The practice can just flow in this way. Can we stand in a relaxed way, present, alert, interested? One of the things you might notice is that even as the invitation is just to stand still, we're never completely still. The body is always responding, moving gently, responding to the breath, responding to gravity, what it takes to keep you upright, these subtle movements of balancing, So we can have the attention be very soft, receptive, noticing these different aspects of the body. So there can be some curiosity or interest. Again, with this invitation, can there be this relaxed, kind, interested attention as we stand? And if we notice that we've drifted away into thoughts, the body standing is such a good object to come back to. The pressure of the feet on the floor, sense of the earth element, earth supporting us. The strong sensations you might feel in the knees or the hips or the shoulders. Again, no right way to practice here. Just attentive to the life of the body as it expresses itself in the standing posture. Including, too, the attitude or the thoughts, the Vedana of pleasant or unpleasant. Sometimes we can have A projection or an idea that standing is not pleasant. I don't like it. It's uncomfortable. But see, is that your direct experience? Or is there more neutrality? Or perhaps even some pleasantness? As the mind pushes and pulls of liking and disliking, what's actually happening? And can we drop below the thoughts or the ideas into just the felt sense, just standing, sensations of pressure and lightness, coolness and warmth, tingling and vibrating. What's actually happening? What's predominant in your experience? What is your attention drawn to? And what happens to that experience as you bring it into mindfulness? Can you re- <clears throat> can you relax in this posture? Can the face be soft? The torso, the chest and belly, moving gently with the breath to more open posture for the breath to move in. a moment I'll invite you to sit down if you wish but can be helpful to look at your intention or motivation in changing posture in that way is it just habit kind of a collapsing easier to sit down is it some sense of pleasant and unpleasant that's making you choose one or the other Or might it be possible to stand a little longer? So it's just an exploration of what might support your practice, being curious about habit, about decisions, intention. And know that if you stand, you can sit down at any point during the rest of the meditation. So again, it can be an exploration of what supports a relaxed, interested kind attention there's no right or wrong in this but the exploration the curiosity about present moment mindfulness so if you wish you can stay standing or mindfully return to the seated posture In the early mid-80s, I was managing a retreat center in England. It was the precursor to what is now Gaia House. It was called East Farmhouse. And we were just renting it from uh, a man. I think he was a major or a colonel in the British Army, retired. And I'm sure, you know, when they rented it, I was not involved in that phase. He had no idea of what they were planning to do with his nice house in the country but we had it for for a number of years. But one time while I was managing, he came on a surprise visit. And we were all kind of concerned that he would be worried about what was happening in the house, you know, there were obviously beds everywhere. But because we kept the house very neat and tidy, everything was well taken care of, the grounds were beautiful, he seemed quite happy. But then he wanted a tour of the house and he finally opened the door to the meditation room and there were 30 people doing standing meditation. It just happened to be that time. And we, you know, again, we were worried he's going to think this is weird or he'd be upset or angry. But he closed the door and smiled and said, Well, you've got them well trained, haven't you? <laughs> Very impressed. So I'm sure he'd be impressed if he came in here today. Uh, and if every time I do standing meditation, I always think of that story. <laughs> so if this was helpful for you, uh, again, the, the invitation, the possibility of, of including it more consciously or regularly as uh, a posture for meditation, not just as an antidote or a last resort, but really something that can be very supportive. Again, I remember teaching uh, standing one year at this retreat and there was someone who had never done it before, never thought she could do it. But because she did it during the guided meditation, she then would do standing every morning in the the sitting, the 8.15 sitting. And it was such a source of strength and confidence for her that something she never thought she could do, she could actually do. And it was really a source of joy and and, uh, momentum in her practice. So you might find different ways that you can include that whether you do it in the hall or just sort of informally as you're waiting and standing for interviews or meals or whatever and it's the one place I mean it does walking meditation is kind of weird enough but now we might have standing statues out there just people it's the one place you can do that and we all think it's normal so and again as I said you can um, practice as it more uh, grounded in the body, sensations of the body, elemental nature, the four elements, or just continue whatever practice you were doing. You can do metta in the standing posture. You can do breath or thoughts or moods, anything. Same. You've still got a body and a mind, it's just in a different posture. And the same for the lying down um, posture. Again, we don't talk about it a huge amount. The Buddha recommended can you be mindful? All of us, hopefully, are lying down at least once, you know, for the e- in the night, the sleep, but maybe you're taking rest during the day. I've got one of my teachers who said, do one lying down meditation a day so you really get the sense of what it's like to practice when the body's really relaxed and supported, and the mind can be somewhat at ease. So again, you can include it consciously if it's supportive. If you find you're just falling asleep or you're doing it to check out, obviously not supporting mindfulness, but it is another posture that we can practice in. And again, you can see, you know, what kind of practice, if it's at the end of the day and you're going to sleep, calming practices like um, just being with the breath can be helpful. If you're doing it uh, during the day, something a little more energetic so you don't fall asleep, like a body scan or metta can be helpful. One of the things we often um, suggest if you're doing lying down meditation, not intending to go to sleep is to just hold your hand up like this. And then if you do nod off, there's kind of this wake up call as your arm falls over to to actually come back to mindfulness. So again, it can be a supportive posture for mindfulness to allow this sense of continuity that we've been talking about. So again, there can be real... um, uh, responsiveness in your practice is not, you know, sit, walk, sit, walk. We want to include everything in all of these different postures. So we have time, oh, James, do, uh, time now for some questions, if there are any. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit slash. Donate.